It's 2022. Thank you so much for checking out Critical Hit from Majorspoilers.com. So excited about a lot of the things that are coming to Major Spoilers in 2022. There's a lot on our plate this year, and we want to make sure that we are keeping you entertained throughout the next 52 weeks of this year. And let's hope that it turns out to be 2022 and not 2022. That being said, we would like your help. And I know you're sitting there going, Stephen Schleicher, I know you've done over 15 years of major spoilers at this point. I've been enjoying the website. I've been enjoying all the podcasts. I've enjoyed everything you guys have been doing for Critical Hit over the last 12 years. What can I do to help you? Well, there are a couple of things that you can do. Some of them are super, super easy, and many of you are already uh, doing some of these things. Uh, the first thing that you can do is leave positive reviews for Critical Hit in all of your podcasting feeds, whether that be on Spotify. If you can do that on Spotify, I have no idea. Apple, uh, you know, podcasts, uh, the, the YouTubes, wherever that we have our shows, Facebook, you know, positive reviews there uh, are very, very, very helpful. Second thing you can do is spread the good word via your social medias. Uh, Matthew Abbott, uh, for example, uh, plugged us today on Twitter. He was talking to somebody else. They were like, hey, what are some TTRP uh, PG podcasts that you guys recommend? And Matthew stepped up and said, hey, I enjoy Critical Hit from Major Spoilers. Go check them out. Provide the link. All that good stuff. You can certainly follow us on Twitter. Uh, you can follow Major Spoilers. That's the main Major Spoilers feed. You can also follow our Critical Hit um, uh, Twitter that we've had forever. It's just never really been used. It's critical hit underscore pod critical hit underscore pod. And then of course we usually will mention a lot of the other people's Twitters every once in a while, follow us there as well. And just spread the good word on social media. Tell your friends when you go to your gaming store that you enjoy critical hit and make sure that they understand the difference between critical hit, which has been around a lot longer than that other show that people always get us confused for. Uh, so positive feedback, spreading the good word, those cost you absolutely nothing. But the way that we record the show and some of the other things that we're trying to do in 2022 for you uh, do cost a little bit of money. So if you've enjoyed everything that we've been doing at Major Spoilers, or even if you just enjoy this podcast, I'm going to ask you, please, if you can, again, this is not a demand, but if you can, if you have the funds, if you have something uh, as little as $5 per month, 60, 60 bucks a year, if you have $5 a month that you could uh, donate to us, we would really appreciate that. And you can do that by going to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash major spoilers, patreon.com slash major spoilers. Sign up for the silver level membership that will get you access to a bunch of bonus content like the Major Spoilers podcast pre-show. I know that's not critical hit related, but for those of you that want to hear even more goofy talk from us, we've got that. That's an exclusive. We got the flashback podcast. We've got, you know, character sheets uh, specifically for the games that we're playing that you guys will want to get access to. You can get those at the silver level or higher um, over at patreon.com slash major spoilers at the higher levels. You can get original art, a yearly t-shirt, and, and so much more. So do me a favor, just take a moment right now, head over to patreon.com slash major spoilers, check out our, our tiers that we have and the rewards that you get for those tiers. I mean, it's more content and then look at our goals that we have currently. 
we're less than $400 away from hiring a content manager who will come in and help organize a lot of the stuff, help with the social media stuff and a whole lot more. That will be very, very useful as well. We've also, I'm going to be tweaking those a little bit more. Maybe we have an exclusive critical hit, uh, another game running here on our Patreon page. Hmm, I bet you would like that. In addition to what we're giving you right here, uh, that all depends on, on you guys. So if you can, again, if you can't afford it, Please don't, don't dig into your pocket if you literally cannot afford it. But if you can spare five bucks a month, then please, patreon.com slash major spoilers. It would be greatly, greatly appreciated. Okay, now for a little bit of bad news. And I'll mention this again for those of you who have uh, already tuned out. Uh, this is going to be the last episode of Drifters for a while. Uh, our GM, Kevin, has taken a new job that requires him to be out and away from the home for, you know, almost 12 hours a day. And that's a lot when you're also trying to GM a game. It's a brand new, it's a brand new job that he started. So he's kind of working through that right now. So for uh, the foreseeable future, we've got a couple of other games that we're going to have coming up starting next week. Uh, Rodrigo is back as a GM starting next week. Then Brian is going to come in and GM a game uh, that will be a lot of fun. And then uh, Dr. Bradley Will is going to step in and be a GM for yet another game that I don't know if any of us have played. So I'm looking forward to that. So we, you've still got months of critical hit entertainment coming your way, uh, but the drifters game will return. It's just going to be probably a couple of months uh, from now. If you have any questions about that, hit us up on our discord server. We do have a discord channel and a server, and you can come in and talk with all of us and with other listeners and fans of major spoilers. There are specific critical hit uh, chat rooms that you can come in and talk about this episode, the one you're about to listen to right now. This one does end with a kind of a punch in the gut. So it's a good cliffhanger. Trust me. Uh, there's also, again, if you're a patron member, secret channels that you get to access to uh, talk about other things. You can find out more. Patreon.com slash major spoilers. Thank you very much. Oh, don't forget to stick around to the very, very end of the show. The boy is back. We're doing that whole compilation. He's going to grow up before your ears in about a minute and 20 seconds, going to make you feel old, going to make you cry. Believe me, I do this every year and it makes me cry every year. So stick around for that. Thank you so much for being a fan of Critical Hit. And let's all have a wonderful 2022. Welcome to Critical Hit, a major spoilers podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and checking us out this time. Kevin, we won! Hooray for us! <laughs> Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's very impressive, what? dear. What? What? Yes, right. So good. So proud. I hope this sends a message to all the other uh, teams out there. Well, look, and that we... message is don't trust us because we'll probably shoot you. Yes. <laughs> oh, wait. What are you talking about? Uh, on that what, happened last time? Um, on what, what happened last time? On critical, um, there was an explosion. The there was. You were in the redemption race to re-enter uh, Drifters, and we'd gotten kind of far afield from your original uh, mission, uh, as described by Rain, uh, not sponsor, uh, patron Rain. Um, and uh, then it suddenly struck home uh, as. The crew of the new team, Rust Dragon, were all 
obliterated uh, in front of you, seemingly by the squeaky clean, uh, as you won the race by uh, killing them all mercilessly. Uh, there was a good deal of confusion and perhaps, you know, uh, some some quick diagnostics and trying to figure out what happened. But then there is a whirlwind of activity that just batters the crew of the squeaky clean um, as a, a ton of things all happen at once. So first of all, Grace locks down her systems and you guys can keep an eye on the squeaky clean throughout this whole process. So you don't necessarily need to worry about that. Like someone is here, plus you've got Squeebo, plus you've got Herman. Uh, so there, there's, there's, you're, you're fairly certain nobody gets access to the squeaky clean wall this declaration of you guys as the winner uh, as a holographic cascade of flickering checkered flags pass over uh, and all around the ship then there's the quick outro from the hosts uh, then of course all you are all invited to the mandatory celebration yacht where drinks are foisted upon you and vids and pics are snapped uh, this time seemingly in an even more clipped and artificial manner than your previous visit to the victory vessel People around you are smiling very forcefully and congratulating you using words like brutal, devastating, and heartless, all while trying to get you to promote their own individual product or personal brand or infotainment channel. Uh, so several hours passed by in in a, a days for all of you, uh, but you do each get to tell me something about that happens or that you do or how you feel anything like that. Uh, does anyone want to go first? Sure. Matthew, what, do, what happens to Quentin or what does Quentin do during this you Quentin, know, quick blizzard of activity? Quentin doesn't necessarily uh, want anybody to notice it, but Quentin is very much uh, disconcerted by the fact that there was a shooty shooty that no one actually did. And Quentin is going to do that thing where he does his whole uh, connect with the thing in the entire web and see if he knows a guy who knows a guy who knows something uh, to try oh. and figure out if there's anything. Oh, you're trying to find like you're using your uh, your connections, uh, yeah. you know, uh, theme benefit where it's like I if if I don't know the answer, I can find somebody who does. Right. Um, like what, accessing, what kind of accessing all of the feeds. All of the people who are out there going, yay, hooray, awesome, seeing if there are like any weird uh, visual feeds or any type. If somebody picked up some weird background radiation, some guy sitting in a basement in, you know, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, who happened to be running an oscilloscope at the time that that strange, you know, firing okay. happened. That sounds good. I Actually, as soon as we're as soon as I go go around the uh, the whole table once, I'm going to give you some reactions that you and you know some of them may have relevant information. Okay. So I'll get back to you as soon as I go through everybody. Okay. We're still uh, we're still in starship combat. So Matthew goes first, but he actually gets his information last. Right, because I am a starship. <laughs> yeah. uh, I got something. Uh, heck, Hecubino, go for it. Uh, Hecubino is going to act as a social shield for anybody else who is not good at hiding their emotions. Um, so he's basically going to very hardcore be playing defense if, you know, 
they like go over to I'm I... guessing Bob. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah, Amu as like... well. Amu's probably freaking the crap out because yeah, he just okay. shot defenseless like Yeah, do no so, harm. Right. So Amu um yeah, uh is going to keep an eye on the the ones that are not great at hiding their feelings, uh, which I think is everyone except for uh, Quentin and maybe Skritik. I don't know what Skritik's bluff is kicking around, but yeah, it's like if anybody corners somebody with a microphone um, and starts grilling them, like Hecubino's going to be there. To, uh, that definitely happens out. a couple of yeah. times. You yeah. know, once with Amu, once with Vangi. Um, so, uh, what what does Hecubino jump in and say when they're they're cornered and you have to give like a little quick? Uh, it's it's uh, probably anyway. it's probably different for everybody. Like if uh, if uh, Bob gets cornered, Hecubino will like tap him on the shoulder and be like. Hey Bob, uh, somebody over there has like a ship specific question and he'll just like step up and take over the interview. Um mm-hmm. if it's if it's Vangi, like he's going to uh take us back to the before times and talk about how it's been a long way to get here and basically get her talking about the good times. Um if it's Amu I'll be like, those secretions are normal. Um, like, I know, I know this organism seems distressed, but this is just him like uh, venting after the race and and so on. Nice. Uh, okay. Uh, any other volunteers? Yeah. So going playing off of what Rodrigo was talking about, uh, you know, the uh, companies are coming up to us trying to get us to read these these liners for their social medias. And you can tell Bob's really uncomfortable when he's like, I would kill, kill for a star jammer 1000. Uh, the, you know, and he looks around and they're like, yes, yes, say more. And, and then he, then, uh, Bob's next line is something to the effect of the Topaz 9,000 kills the competition. You sure you guys want me to read this? Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure that this is, I mean, are you paying us for this? stuff and then that's when that's when Hecubino comes in and interrupts and saves you yeah and saves me nice. from these horrible these horrible catchphrases that they want us to say to promote their products uh, because uh, uh, we slaughter the competition in, in this new oh, sale yeah, that's you coming. guys are Bob doesn't want to read that <laughs> uh, Hecubino protects you from the jackals uh, so uh, Amu Amu uh the initial reaction is completely freaking out, uh, but after the fact, it's very apparent that uh, Amu is distressed about the situation. Again, we we shot on defenseless people. Do no harm. Uh, In what way is it apparent? Could you describe? So your, you know, your version of a Rakrichi is basically a coral colony. So um, describe uh, maybe your body language or. Do you do you change colors or do you release some sort of pheromone? Colors are very very muted, uh, unless Amu is cornered and starts talking about it. Uh, the 
mimicry that Amu usually does of trying to look similar to everyone else is very poor. Uh, mm-hmm. Like it, it at times it almost looks like Amu is falling apart. Uh, he slides into the uncanny valley. Oh uh, no, we we don't even get to uncanny valley at this point. Like uncanny yeah, valley. You're you're looking. You're not looking humanoid, but a coral person. You're you're starting to just look like coral that's collapsing in itself. Yeah. Pretty much. And, and going through bleaching and stuff like that. Yep. Okay. Brutal. Uh, Vangi. Uh, so yeah, I mean, as much as Hecubina tries to defend Vangi, um, I think she at some point has like a microphone shoved in her face and just like gets super angry and like lashes out. It's like I can't believe you want to talk me to talk about this. Like the they were you know good people that basically winds up probably just like being coming off as super intimidating and angry. Yep, I can totally see that. I mean, uh, the the you know, actual person who, who asked you looks very cowed. Although you do, when you, you, uh, when your, your rant is over, you see that like, there's a bunch of lights on you and like, everybody's pulling out like their data pads and taking video of you. Um, and like lots of people are like, you know, swiping the holographic controls that indicate that they're loading this onto the infosphere or live streaming it or something like that. Yeah. She tries to basically just like, give menacing looks to as many people as possible and then wh- i'm sure it creates like a vicious cycle where they're like "Ooh, yeah look scary vangi um how does that how does that cycle end hey, everybody what what you guys talking about <laughs> <laughs> yeah akimino comes to rescue you can tell because you could see her tail twitching mm-hmm. and you could hear oh, her yeah. loudly <laughs> Yeah, as far as Hecubina's concerned, this is still, like, we're still in it. Mm -hmm. So he's still on. Absolutely. Yeah. And last but not least, Skritik. Yeah, I feel like uh, Skritik's probably uh, stepped up a lot more in the spotlight, uh, largely just trying to make it a lot less... Uh, focused on the other struggling team members. Uh, so he's, mm-hmm. you know, during press junkets and whatnot, he's definitely getting up there in front and being like, we blew away all the competition in this race and we are not going to be taking any more prisoners coming going forward. We are going to win Drifters this season. And anyone that gets in our way best, better look out. And uh, yeah, he's very much eager to do any of the uh, commercials and whatnot, just to uh, you know try to keep our uh, commercial focus up. But I think behind the camera, he's a lot more reserved and quiet and cold and distant. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, all right. Well, um, you asked for it, and so you get it. Uh, you once you are it. it the, the time kind of flies. None of you have a particularly good time on the uh, celebration yacht, um, but you are eventually released from your your little junket and um, uh, can make your way safely back to uh, the you guys collapse uh, in you know the central area that's basically your your where you your galley, like where you eat and often where you like talk to each other and come up with plans and stuff like that. Um, so, uh, 
Quentin, uh, I'm going to give this all as stuff you found uh, by doing your quick searches through the infosphere. Uh, there's just like a barrage of news and clips and reactions. So everyone's aware of this. Uh, we can say that Quentin found it. Um, the last, and these basically come in roughly in chronological order. So you didn't really have time to react to them, options and stuff like that. We'll start with one of the reactions. A human woman with heavy black eye makeup, uh, long black hair. She's wearing a shaggy gray hide armor coat. Uh, she's emphatically gesticulating at her camera for her, and it says, uh, Sheila reacts. How y'all doing? It's Sheila. Like and subscribe with your drifters reaction. This episode was a little rough and tumble, even for me. I know drifters is a doggy dog world, but talking about biting the hand that feeds you. Two of Team Lizard Brain got their start on the crew of the old Rust Dragon, and now they blast them out of the sky with so much as a, a without so much as a final send off line. I guess they were wolves in sheep's clothing. That just has me hot under the collar. I'm so mad I could just. And she then transforms into a nine-foot-tall werewolf and demolishes her video recording set in her signature sign-off move. <laughs> Follow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like <Unsubscribe>. and subscribe. <laughs> uh, the next one is a hulking seven-foot-tall digital imprint and tattoo-covered android, your friend, Big313. And he is wielding a massive double-headed axe. That is to say, bass guitar. He plays on it. Bum, 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 Hey, everyone. Thanks for coming into the chat. Giving you that big 313 reaction. I would say that episode ending was a bum, 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 bummer. Tiny Twinkle, don't touch that. Then you see a roguish Yosoki girl with her face right next to the camera, uh, one end of an Omni tool poking out of her cheek pouch. And she grabs the camera and says, tune into the twinkle tones to hear more. No one calls us that. Yes, they do. And the vid feed ends as they struggle. Oh, he actually yeah. did adopt her and learn to play the guitar. <laughs> Next, you see a familiar floating brain man, which is to say contemplative, with his tiny dangling vestigial body. Uh, he's wearing an, a gigantic oversized helmet protruding with the electrodes uh, connecting to a variety of Magitek components in the background that Halcyon, the Sheeran that you've met before, is constantly fiddling, fiddling with. Uh, the helmet is clearly loose and keeps wobbling around on Talos's head. Behold! It is I, Talos, your inimitable and inevitable overlord. I have seen too much fanfare for the so-called victory of Team Lizardbrain. But did they really win? Or was there a conspiracy at work, orchestrating the race's outcome on behalf of a secretive cabal? I've seen the ship diagnostics, and there's no way the squeaky queen fired the final torpedo. No, it was all actually part of a massive cover-up. Skizzle, Team Rust Dragon's supposedly goblin, Technomancer, was actually a robot that had Gabino triggered to explode. He and Vangi have been in the producer's pocket the whole time. Wake up, sheeple! I suggest you subscribe to my channel to learn more about why Team Brainpower is the only team fighting for truth. The truth about drifters. The truth about the real Pack World's government. The truth about inoculation slowly turning you into undead. What? What do you mean my mind control broadcast helmet isn't working? It's broadcasting my most embarrassing memories to everyone in chat. No, not the time I peed my space suit on my first spacewalk. 
Then Talos struggles to remove his helmet, but gets caught in the wires, knocking over vials of precariously balanced fluids, which catch on green fire when they spill over the jerry-rigged Infosphere streaming gear. Curse your fumbling incompetence, my sheer minion! And the stream cuts out. But the chat logs are pure gold, so you can scream grab them for later perusal. <laughs> Poor Talos. You get a personal message uh, direct from, to the squeaky clean from Absalom Station, specifically Second Vault Productions. A uh, Again, another familiar face uh, smiles his broad smile with big teeth. <sighs> Arts Director Ian Soljet here. I just want to reach out and offer my sincerest congratulations and con- You folks really showed a willingness to accept your ambition and look out for yourselves. And it's important to do that. Someone has to be number one, so why not you? Am I right? All right. Some uh, plumber technician just found 600,000 credits in the wall of the gold. <laughs> Golden vault board or something? Honestly, rewards for doing your job. This generation of folks is growing so soft and sad. Guys, though, good work, Team Lizardbrain. And uh, next up is a new Space Suds commercial. Clean. No one is safe from our spray. You have a mess that you need eradicated? Killer Clean will murder that mess. Worried about walking to your parked ship at night? Carry personal protection and Killer Clean them in the eyes. Face meltingly clean. You have blood on your hands from the death of workplace associates? Killer Clean will strip the skin from your bones, but cannot cleanse the memories from your mind. Unless you inhale while using. Not recommended. Out, damn spot! Like Team Lizardbrain, Killer Clean will stop at nothing, nothing, to win the ultimate prize. Cleanliness! That's um. Next up, uh, is uh again, someone uh, it's it's sunset on whatever world uh this person's on, uh, and you see an anthropomorphic weasel man, uh, wearing a, a white uh, uh, tank top. Um, it's got uh oil stains on it as he's uh he's on one of those uh, stools uh that mechanics use. He's got a wrench and he's working on uh, an old a classic fighter uh uh class starship and he he wheels himself out has a rag and and wipes the oil from his hands and as the sun sets in the background uh, he goes hey folks it's wind weasel redemption race more like betrayal battle we back team lizard brain when it seemed like they were like us average down on the siders who formed a found family together but now we can tell they're actually merciless corporate sellout teams. Now Red Iron and New Team Rust Dragon are gone. Racers who knew what drifters is real us to avenge them and stop Team Lizardbrain in the final race. They can't be champions, no matter how many credits they spend. One more time for family. And then as a separate uh, private message to you guys uh, from an anonymous account that you can, you're pretty sure is Team Electrums. Uh, it says, uh, nice heel turn, uh, but you need some war paint for your baby faces. And then lastly, this one uh, definitely catches Quentin's eye and he just basically immediately broadcasts it to the group. Thanks for turning into XYZ, Absalom Station's only source for celebrity infotainment. In other Drifters-related news, former race champion and sole survivor of Team Renegade, Rain, was found dead in her Blue Rise flat this morning. 
Authorities say the apartment was in a state of extreme distress and prohibited substances were present at the scene. This represents a tragic end for a woman who once inspired Mill Rain's Team Renegade won the Drifters competition three times, including in its first season, and their team's celebrity helped propel the Infosphere Death Race competition reality show to intergalactic fame, spawning a commercial conglomerate under the brand company Infosphere Productions. The properties include 27 seasons of Drifters, nine cinematic events, six spinoff shows, and a merchandise empire whose estimated value is in the hundreds of billions of credits. Following the heartbreaking loss of her crewmates, Rain mostly retired from public view, helming a restaurant chain named after her racing team. Associates claim that her mental health deteriorated in recent years, including periods of substance abuse and paranoid delusions. Rain, Drifter's champion, restaurateur, and reality show celebrity, dead on Absalom Station, aged 51 rotations. If you or a loved one is experiencing issues of substance abuse or depression, the Church of Shellen is providing counseling services at no cost with no religious obligations. Wow. That is a lot. Well, there you go. We are in so We having much fun trouble. yet? <laughs> we are all going to die. We're all going to die. No, hey. not necessarily. I'll I'll tell you this. We shouldn't really make plans for next season. <laughs> because either I mean, either you're right, Drifters is going to destroy us, or we're going to destroy Drifters. But I don't think we, I, I don't, I don't think both of us make it out the other end. Oh, that's definitely true. I mean, this is, this is. <laughs> when you when you volunteered us as uh, as as heels, I thought we'd like, you know, play it for fun. But uh, but this is Team Electrum is going to kill us, and people will cheer them for it. Hmm. And they'll probably kill us with stuff that's on our own ship already. Well, uh, clearly we really got to step that up. Um, we need I know to... we keep doing this, but mm. uh, I think everybody needs to take a rest. And then afterwards, we need to take the squeaky clean apart and figure out what happened. Agreed. Well, uh, Do I have a chance to clean right now? Yes. All right. Is Grace on? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is um, can uh, is Grace active right now? Yeah. Uh, I'm, Grace, I'm sorry, guys. Yes. Yes, Bob. Can 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 you tell us what happened? Who? What caused the squeaky clean to fire on the the rust dragon? I'm not certain that we did fire. You don't have anything in your records that shows the weapon discharge. No. Because it sure looks from the hollow vids like. Well, we should actually we talk to Talos. I mean, most of what he said in that broadcast was madness, but if he does have evidence that it wasn't us. Well, even a stopped chronometer is right twice a day. If nothing else, we should also talk to Talos's parents because if they made us kill. Team Rush Dragon. He's not safe, and he's a piece of work. But his 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 teammates don't deserve what happened to them. So Grace, you're not showing any weapons fire from our ship. Not at that time. I mean, the... obviously there was a lot of weapons fire before then. But sure, no, uh, but not I... okay. 
you could Can manually you inspect to see the uh, the if the last torpedo is still in the launcher. Sure, uh, we'll we'll definitely do that. Can you send me your logs of the last ten minutes of the of the race, up to of and course. including that final explosion? Thank you. We'll also need any passive scans that may indicate a cloaked vessel or someone, something possibly not visible. Um, I, c- I can make that data available to you. Skritik, let's go down and check that last torpedo. Let's do that. Heck, you be know. Uh, yes. Do you believe it's possible that Grace has somehow been compromised? It's a possibility. Um, we've had, we had work done on the ship. It's certainly possible that... At a place um, Extreme Info Spears sent us to. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we, we literally had Grace upgraded. So, you know, somebody, uh, the, the people at the shop have been uh, handling her processors. So it's possible. Um, I, I, of course, like the idea that we didn't fire and it was all some sort of timed illusion plus arson situation that would be fine um but yes at this point i think we need to look at the fact that grace might have been compromised we need to look at the fact that some system might just have been compromised without grace's knowledge given Um, that i was in the gunnery chair we may need to examine the possibility that somehow i have been compromised well I certainly won't uh, go into your brain without your permission. But if you want to, if you want us to check, we'll check. Hmm. I think I'll begin with a diagnostic of the manual systems and see if there's any information that seems out of sorts. Yeah, like I said, when you're ready, start chasing down whatever leads you have, and we'll get back together and figure it out. Um, I'm gonna go lay down for a bit. I'm going to go punch something a lot. Yeah. So uh, is it Bob and Skritik that are going to go investigate the torpedo launcher? Yes. 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 Um, so uh, why don't you guys give me a computer's check and an engineering check? One of you do one, one of you do the other. Um, which one do you want to do, Skritik? Uh, I think I'd rather do the engineering. Okay, that's fine. My computer's is a 24. Oh, nice. Okay. Sorry. Just getting to mine. Probably needed a 25. <laughs> you rolled an 8, so. Yeah. Could just take 10. Could have been better. On I'm going to see what the dice Wonderful. give me here. Ah, hey. Should have taken 10. Um, 22. <laughs> all right. So what you guys discover is that the ship is missing its final torpedo. Um, but there are no logs in any of the computers of of it, like the guidance system or anything like that, that would normally be executed by, say, like Quentin pulling the trigger. Um, uh, you can take some some tests of the torpedo launcher, and it does look like the last torpedo was fired. But it doesn't look like it came from any orders from you. Um, you might have to dismantle some things and, and see if there was some sort of override or something like that. 
Okay. Yeah, I, think I guess we should do that, do right? That. Yeah. Yeah, and I and okay. I can multi multitask, so I can go through Grace's logs. Sounds good. So your exocortex is helping you go through, like scan logs and do math and and stuff like that while yeah. you're uh, physically down in the in the uh, weapons uh, bays with Skritic. Yeah. Yep. And Skritic, what are you doing? Just getting your paws dirty. Yeah, just getting my paws dirty, taking apart every bit, and seeing if there's anything that seems. Uh you know, foreign or otherwise that shouldn't be the way it is. Okay. Uh, Hecubino, I'm going to go ahead and say you have a pounding headache. That seems likely. Um, I'll, uh, I'll try and check if it's like just because of life or if like there's an origin to it. Yeah, you can kind of do some simple, you know, mystic meditations um, and get some some control over it. Um, uh, you're usually pretty good about, you know, taking on the stress of others. And yeah. uh, and you've been doing that a lot. Um, but, uh, you you know, it's a little hard to diagnose yourself, um, sure. but you are able to do some. Uh, some calming meditations and things like that. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll go see Amu about it if it uh, if it gets uh, out of hand. But uh, yeah, Hegubina is just gonna um, meditate. Just try to take it easy, because yeah, it's like even after all of that happened, he was really trying to keep everybody out of the out of the fire so he's like pretty much exhausted all of his uh he's he's just you know lost all his spoons there uh quentin what are you doing Mm. do you think i need a rest i think i need a rest power down rest i'm going yeah gonna hover into my charger socket rest and run a level three diagnostic of uh, secondary systems see if any of the autonomic functions have been compromised sounds good uh vangi what's your form of rest take i mean i think it's going to my little exercise area and pounding on something until i collapse yeah that's kind of what i figured (laughs) And then sleeping on the yeah. floor of the exercise room. Pretty much. Curled up. Mm-hmm. Next to one of the heating Adorably. vents. Yep. Looking like the world's biggest, scaliest kitty. <laughs> I guess Vesk probably don't sweat. No. I think they, I assume they like pant. What do you pant? <laughs> yeah. So curled up uh, in yeah, a it's, puddle of it's, her own. It's soul. hard to tell. Once you start getting into like humanoid critters, right? It's like, well, this is how humans work. Like, yeah. but do humanoid lizards do the things that humans do? If the answer is no, then you have to come up with something. Yeah, they probably can't. <laughs> right. Maybe they sweat out of like their like hands and feet or things like that, like as opposed to like all over. Sure. It's just yeah. <laughs> when when Bingy overheats, she like extends a giant frill 
I like that. <laughs> yeah, not not canon necessarily for Vesk, but yeah. I don't know. If she's good uh, canon. Amu. What do you do? Amu is focusing on all the pets. Oh. Taking care of things that you know how to take care of, mostly. Yeah. Uh, 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 sure, we've figured out how to handle everything that's on the ship at this point. Are all the gremlins yeah. accounted for? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> After a while uh, of digging through, you find some pretty simple uh, devices that looked like they were installed uh, in the torpedo launcher uh, that would allow, think of them as just a separate uh, to a um, local uh, dedicated, like secure channel. So something would have to be pretty nearby to be able to trigger it. Um, but somebody could have sent this, a signal to fire your torpedo launcher uh, with them programming it basically. Mm, sabotage critic mm, yep so, is there uh, any way to find a return address on uh, where it was transmitting to or anything like that it's done it, it's already burnt itself out um you can derive its its uh its purpose pretty easily um but it's already uh once it was used it looks like it also had a uh, okay. a small self-destruct that doesn't like damage the ship or anything but burns all its drives sure now, does this look like something that was installed during the upgrade, or was this something that came with our ship? Um, you know, it's hard to tell, uh, but you're you thinking it through. They pro they certainly would have had access during the upgrade. Okay. What do you think, Skritic? Well, uh. We could try to uh, sake some trees, uh, you know, back where this was upgraded and see if we can find anyone that can uh, loosen the lips enough to see who would have ordered it. Hmm. That's our friends back at the, uh, is it the robot uh, abolitionist movement? Possibly. See if they can get any information. All right, I'll make note so of that. So and... your ship was upgraded on Verses at the oh, big okay. shipyard there. Um, keep in mind, so that that is was like a professional, you know. Uh, oh, upgrade. Okay. All right, so we um, can we can go back to Verses if we need to. You could go back to them, team co-captain. They, they, you know, just so you know, it is a a. It, that'd be like trying to go to I don't know Ford and shake them down. Not saying you can't do it, but all right, I'll make note of it, and when uh, Hecubina wakes up, we'll go talk to him about it. Okay, yeah. So people uh, do some combination of relaxing, recuperating, venting, or uh, working uh, themselves to the bone to try to find a solution, and we like eight or nine hours. In the meantime, uh, you know, have I or Skritic found any other? devices on the ship or just there in the torpedo bay um so you can start it'll take time to go through all of them i i did kind of fast forward how long 
disassembling sure. the torpedo bay would take that took hours um oh, okay. especially because it's just the two of you and you're do, you know and you're not you're doing it while flying and stuff like that so you're doing it with small tools which is totally manageable but it's you know it's easier if you can be in a spaceport and have like a team working on it but because it's just the two of you you could knock these out or you can like split up systems and be like, well, why don't you take the maser and why don't I take the shields? And like, you can kind of, you can divide tasks um, to start doing, you know, manual extreme diagnostics. And like, you see why Grace didn't have this in her logs and Grace's mm-hmm. logs all check out. It doesn't look like she was tampered with. Um, this is just a separate system. Okay. Yeah. We'll split up. And so, do some of that stuff. Yep. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, but so we can say that the ship is in a a state of I don't want to say disrepair, but uh, it's one of those things have to get worse before they get better. Um, sure. So as you guys uh, come out of your uh, chambers, um, you see, you know, some of the hallways have been. Uh, opened up because you know there's all sorts of vents and pipes and and circuitry that connects one system to another that people have to go through it's like oh yeah you wouldn't think that the the main crew hallway but it's got this routing panel you see so um so and then like there's you know dangling wires and uh uh tools left out skritik and bob have not rested it looks like yeah and which well, means hello, they haven't uh, rested since the race. Yeah. Yeah. Don't touch that pile. I'm still organizing that. Bob's head pokes out from a pile of uh, wires that used to be a wall. Oh, hello, team co-captain Hecubino. And then I kind of wiggle my way out. Hopefully you had a good rest. Well, I had a rest. And I reach in my pocket and I pull out the device and toss it to him. Uh, we found this on the torpedoes. Uh, it looks like it was a device that received a signal and fired the torpedoes remotely. So from what I can tell, Grace is right. She has no record of anyone on the ship firing this because it was not fired from the ship. Hmm. I'll uh, check it. Um, yep. Detect magic and stuff. Um, it's not, uh, it's not magical. Uh, you think it's pretty much a technological device. Um, Mm -hmm. there might be like the low level magics that are needed for it to survive in drift space. Um, but that's about it. Okay. As you can tell, we're just going through the rest of the ship looking for any other devices. That's good. Um, you guys taking a break? Mm, No, not yet. No. All right. Well, Finish whatever immediately you're doing and then take a break. Otherwise, you guys might overlook something. But this is good. This is a good... I mean, it's more than a good first step since it seems to be the culprit. But, uh, yeah, as soon as you guys can, take it easy. Okay, will do. I'll I'll wander off to my room and... uh shut down for a while okay. is uh is amu around amu would be in their lab okay i'll go check on them they're probably trying to teach gremlins something 
anything to uh, avoid dealing with everything that's going on. Hey, Amu, you want to talk about it? Talk about what? Talk about what happened at the end of the race. Um, have we figured anything more out? Bob found uh, evidence of sabotage. Well, Bob and Skritik did. So it wasn't any of us? It doesn't look like it was any of us. Um, But at some point, uh, I know that uh, uh, Quentin was concerned that uh, his systems might have been tampered with, so you might want to help him figure that out since you're pretty good with computers and also I'm I, I, I since I can read their brains I assume there's either some biological component or something that simulates biological components in androids so um, you might want to ask him if he still wants to do that uh, it depends on the model but we can uh, speak with Quentin about his situation alright well before you do that, I want you to get some rest, okay? I know that just stopping doing things is kind of letting the darkness in, but uh, again, well, I say again, I told those other guys, it doesn't do us any good if you work yourself to the point where you're making bad decisions and are unable to perform the functions that we need you to perform. So I don't know what sort of cycle you're on, but make sure you... uh, some part of you guys gets the rest that is necessary. We will. Okay. Uh, I'll go. I'll go check on Vangie. Um, she's probably like woken up and is like just you know washed up. Okay. So, uh, Bob and Skritic found evidence of sabotage. Was probably most likely put in while we were at Redshift. Seems right. Uh, so, you know, it's a, it's a step. I don't think it's we're going to be able to track it with it, but at least we know what the source was. Uh, I told them to take a rest because they've been going nonstop since the race. Uh, but afterwards, when they get back to it, if you have a way of helping them or want to help them, um, I'm sure they could at least use somebody to hold heavy panels and things like that, depending on how involved you want to get. I just don't know what our next steps are. I mean, Extreme must have put that there, and they know that it's not particularly subtle. That yeah. and, they know that uh, we know, and they're calling us out. What are we going to do about it? Well, and without rain, it's hard to get any sort of sounding board. Yeah, that's the other thing. I mean, do you think it's Garth going to Absalom, seeing if we can find anything from, like, Rain's place to, you know, maybe there was something that she left for us? Yeah, definitely. Um, we need to We need to investigate that. So I guess I'll tell Bob to move us in that direction. Uh, once he's up. Um, yeah. We should look into that. Reach out to Talos. Maybe Talos' parents if Talos won't talk to us directly. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll try to get a message out to Talos and 
see what he says. This, uh... This isn't how it was supposed to be. No. But, uh... The, I, I guess the concern here is that it's business as usual. We just didn't know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Presumably, this sort of thing has been going on for as long as Drifters has been a thing. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll sort it out. It, uh, will probably be the process of that will probably be terrible, but we'll sort it out. <laughs> uh, how do you say so? So optimistic. Uh, well, I have heavily compartmentalized my own brain. <laughs> no, it's, you know, it's like, well, you know, we've, you and I have been through some bad stuff and it's like, well, there's, there's always someone to get up for, right? And it used to be just you, but now we have all these other, uh, rejects and weirdos, um, to, you know, as part of our family of rejects and weirdos that we have to take care of now. So, um, we should tell them they can get out. We should tell them they should get out. Can they though? They might be in danger. They might be in more uh, danger if they leave. You're right. They might get picked off like rain. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, I will actually want to go talk to the drift core, but, uh, after that, I'll what? call. The Drift Core. You're going to talk to it? Yeah. You can talk to that? Oh, yeah. I've done it before. I've, I actually did it a couple times during that race. Oh, that's cool. I had no idea. I was yeah, just yeah, it's focused like, on blasting uh, things. Uh, well, yeah, which is great. Um, that was very helpful. Uh, Thank but, you. But, uh, yeah, the, no, the, the Drift Core is like a weird magical dual entity. All Drift Cores are, actually. But yeah, I mean, I knew um, that. I just didn't realize that you could, like, chat with it. I mean, it's it's less chatting and more like... Uh, like mystically attuning? Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, more pictures and philosophy and emotions and things like that. Um, and like I said, it's like kind of like partitioned off into like a plus and a minus. So you have to keep that in mind when talking to it or them. Huh. Sounds cool. Uh, yeah, it's normally cool, but we'll see. We'll see what it says. It it might not have had any involvement, but I just want to check. I think I'm actually probably the best suited to do a diagnostic on it, um, so that you know Bob and Skritic don't have to uh, pick it apart. Yeah. So, um, if you want to talk to Bob about getting us to Absalon Station, that's where Rain was, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I can pilot while he gets some powers down or whatever. Yeah, that's true. I guess we can we can get going. Yeah, if you want to just do that. Um, and that's, that's yeah, pretty easy ride. Yeah. All right. Yeah, sounds good. Okay. I will. I will just leave a message for Quentin. Like I'll just send him a a message that uh, Amu's available if he wants to if he wants help with a diagnostic. All right, we'll do. So I'll do that, and then I'll head down to the core. So you are at the core, and yeah, the the dualistic, you know, positive energy creation and negative energy destruction um, 
and that that event horizon where the two forces uh, come into a matter antimatter type uh, near annihilation of each other um, while simultaneously creating uh, near boundless energy is the ship's core. Yeah. Uh, so I'll I'll just sit down and Lotus position over by it and try to communicate with it. Okay. Is there anything you're particularly trying to either learn from it or say? Yeah, I want to see if it's been messed with in some way. Um, which I guess would kind of be like asking it if there are any impurities or um, if anyone's got a bit of an advantage, because presumably if it's been tampered with, it, uh, if it's been tampered with to like generate data, like the generation side of things might be slightly winning. Um, mm-hmm. Or if it's been made to hide something that maybe like the destruction side of things has been winning. So basically going in that direction. Uh, okay, why don't you give me a mysticism check? Okay, very low, 18. Okay. I rolled a five. Uh, they're both convinced uh, that they are uh, severely uh, either hmm. by exploding forth into boundless, limitless potential and life and light and energy and love and healing and, and growth um, and just a limitless growth that inevitably will uh, not just, it won't stop at the squeaky clean. It'll take over the whole universe. Sure, sure, sure. Um, or uh, by contrast, uh, it will open up a new black hole and devour the entire ship and everything around it and suck in light uh, such that no one can see anything for millions of kilometers. Right. Um, am I aware? Am I aware that I didn't do a great job at this? I mean, yeah, you can you can sit and take some time and try to sort through it when you have a little bit more time and and get yeah. a better feeling for them. Um, your your gut reaction is that they kind of sound like themselves. About, yeah, about where they're supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, might might come around and do it again later, but that's. I'm I'm guessing this takes a while, so that's what Hecubina is doing for a while. Okay, cool. Is there any other like little side scenes or you know one-on-ones or things or questions people have? Uh, any particular skill checks people want to make individually, like before the group would get back together? Uh, Vengi will make sure that everyone who didn't sleep is now sleeping. Does everybody actually get rest, or does anybody not? Is anybody not able to sleep? We you can choose, unlike in real life. <laughs> you can choose for your character. Your character doesn't choose. That's true. That's true. Yep. Amu doesn't get doesn't get rest. No. Amu doesn't even try. Well, Vengi will you know, check on Tom Amu, and so she like finds him what playing with gremlins. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Have They've actually learned several tricks, but all of the tricks are related to Awful. like pranks or destroying things. Yep. Great. Have you slept? We sleep in cycles. Have you slept 
this cycle? Some of us. We're going to need you to be sharp. Are you okay? What is okay? (laughs) That's a really good question. I'm sorry. This really isn't what you signed on for. We lost our newest friends. Yeah. They're old friends of mine. And Hecubinos. I mean, we... It's one thing to, like, literally throw a wrench in their plans. It's, uh... We were... We were we were rivals. We weren't... It wasn't supposed to go that way. But, um... We're going to punish the people who did this. We're going to figure it out. Or we're going to die trying. We'll find justice. Yeah. You're... Why did you, um... Why did you come out here? I mean, there's got to be plenty of other Rikrichi you could be friends with back home, right? Oh, we wanted... More. You've got a... Well, I guess a lot of good hearts. But, uh, I worry, I'm sorry that you got hurt like this. And I'm sorry that you're in danger now. We endure. Yeah. Shouldn't have to endure. We should be able to live. Should be able to be happy. The tide rolls in rolls out we endure that's kind of profound we will get get some rest rest yeah you're a good friend (laughs) Vengi so are you Amu thank you Jill close the door and so carrying some combination of Medical gear, uh, cups of coffee, tools from digging around in the ship, maybe, uh, you know, weightlifting gloves. You're just just the squeaky clean gathers around the uh, central table in the galley once more after getting what rest they can. All right. Um, so just so everybody's caught up, Skritik and Bob, uh, figured out, uh, that there was in fact sabotage. Um, I assume Hecubino didn't keep the piece, probably handed it back to Bob. Um, but, um, so that is likely where it came from. Bob, you said that this was capable of receiving signals, right? So likely it was a signal that came in. Yes, but I think it had to be fairly close to us. It had to be somewhere close by. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's something we can still do is try to see if any of our sensors picked anything up since we were messing with the sensors a lot, we might get lucky and find a blip. So that's something else to do. Um, as I'm sure you've all noticed, we've, we are on course right now back to Absalon Station. We need to take a look at Rain's place. Um, see if we can find anything there or ask around and see if anybody knows anything. 
Um, I think that uh, because again, this this thing's burnt out, right? Yes. So uh, pursuing that right now is probably not our best bet. Um, that that seems to be the logical next step. Um, does anybody have anything else that they found out or figured out in the in the meantime? I have a thought that I that I'll throw out there. Mm-hmm. Remember the recording that we had of the previous um, that we were investigating, yes. and the duplicate that was on the ship that caused the sabotage on that ship. Yeah, Team Elysium. Yeah. Do we know if maybe everyone on Team Rust Dragon was on the level? I mean, I would find it hard for a ship to be cloaked in the middle of everything that was going on in that race. Did the signal come from Team Rust Dragon? Or someone hmm. on the Team Rust Dragon ship? That would be something to find out if we picked that up from the sensors. Um, we don't know if everybody there was on the up and up because the only one that we really knew was Red Iron. Um, that that Vangi and I knew. Everyone else... Um, I don't remember if there was anybody else from the old crew off the top of my head, but... Uh, uh, a significant amount of the crew was new. Uh, I'm not really familiar with the previous race where that ship crashed. Do you know what the reaction was or, or what happened leading up to and after the destruction of that, that team? Um, I mean, people were sad. They were, they were considered to be like, you know, real contenders. Yeah. Yeah. How, you know, how, there's a whole like cannibalistic, uh, 24 per cycle uh, new stuff going on, but after a while, the show moved on and everybody else moved on. Yeah, there were some nice tributes. How were the ratings before that accident, and how were the ratings after that accident? Um, that I'm not sure, but I'm sure uh, uh, Quentin that sounds like something Quentin could come up with. Yeah. yeah. Quentin's going to check the ratings. All right. How are the ratings? Uh, people do seem to tune in around accidents, <laughs> after accidents, after big stories that travel the infosphere. Yeah, the thing is, like, is it significant? Because there are accidents all the time on Drifters. Yeah. But then oh, yeah. we have to ask ourselves how many of those accidents are engineered as ours was. <sighs> well, if, if all the accidents on Drifters were engineered, then they have a lot of engineers. So the you would need to disaster did result in a spike in viewing numbers. Yes, that is so that um, you, Quentin, you can say that and be absolutely accurate. Then uh, it occurs to you with your like cultural and data analysis and like your corporate agent background mode. You really do need to come up with like a system for this. You can like you can kind of wing it and like wing it ish things. But um, if you want to categorize okay i'm sorry go well ahead. then your data uh your um if you were to spend a little bit of time on it basically you could mm -hmm. in the background be coming up with a um a basically a glorified spreadsheet and that does some you know high level uh data analysis on it that says like okay i found all of the 
you know, violent events. I found all of the times that Drifters goes viral in the infosphere. I, I've like correlated advertising revenues and and things like that. So there's a lot of different variables and you have to, you know, acquire the data. Now, fortunately, you're exactly the right person to, you You have all of the connections to get access to this data. Um, you have a bunch mm -hmm. of it yourself. Um, and especially if you're not overly picky about, you know, think issues like the law, whatever, you know, the law is, mm -hmm. is out it's about you know where you get that information from. Um, then you could certainly mm -hmm. do that data analysis as kind of a background project. The, the short version is you are seeing more spikes. in the pivot table. <laughs> cool. You do see <laughs> some spikes that make you uh, think that it is possible that that would show uh, show real connections. Might be worth scanning some, like, I mean, <laughs> again, talking to Talos, he seems pretty, pretty, pretty big in the conspiracy sphere. Um, but, you know, Rain couldn't be the only person who suspected something was amiss. Yeah. It will take some time to collate 27 seasons worth of data. But I believe I can I, complete I'm, it in. I might, if I might make a suggestion, you might look for. Uh, to kind of narrow that down points where the show's ratings were starting to dip, you know, significantly hmm. prior to a major accident compared to, you know, just ratings staying steady and regular quote unquote, regular accidents happening. I would look for big, big swings in the ratings, both low and high. Also things involving team Electrum. Cause we know that they are real on board with, uh, extreme infosphere and um it's possible that you know things happened when anyone seemed to be a legitimate threat to them all right and are, are we going to reach out to talos yeah hecubino said he would yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna talk to him uh anybody who wants to be involved in that conversation can be involved in that conversation but i figured i would give you the option of not being in that conversation because <laughs> it might be uh, stressful. Um, I'm in. Okay. I prefer to be involved as I do not trust Talos any further than I could fire him from my act. Okay. We would like to be involved as well. All right. Well, I'll start the call here in a bit. Is there anything else? Yeah, I'm keeping a, a running list. And so far I have uh, go to Absalom station to investigate rain. Mm -hmm. Uh, you're going to talk to Talos directly. Mm -hmm. I heard talk to Talos's parents. I don't know what the reason for that was, but oh, because they've got Dengie resources. If Talos doesn't cooperate it, particularly well, yeah, we'll we'll talk to let's talk to Talos first and see what we find, and if we if we find a reason to go over his head, I would be weary of involving his parents if we have like without having something concrete because um we if, if we go to them and we say hey this thing happened and it wasn't our fault and somebody else did it and they spread that around it yeah, could come then... back and bite us whereas yep. if we if we literally say that to talos 
and he repeats it, no one's going to actually believe him. <laughs> you're, you're probably right. So let's let's see first what he says, and then we'll, we'll talk to other people. Sounds good. And then there was also the data analysis project on Xtreme Infosphere Productions ratings, mm-hmm. like Drifter's ratings mm-hmm. and accents. And then uh, I know that the repairs, well, the the investigative repairs are are still underway. So there's that. Was there anything do you, else? Do you yeah. have Do you have video of the repairs being made? Like, could we figure out who was was that was actually handling our torpedoes? I might. We could do. We could certainly look through that. I think it was the three uh, people from Redshift uh, that that took point. Mm-hmm. Well, we that's another do. thing to potentially look through. Um, we also want to analyze the the sensor data from the race uh, to see yeah. if we can figure out where that came from. And uh, if you if you have time, Amu, since you were primarily the one on sensors, you might want to take a look at that. We can look into that. Um, team co-captains. Yes. I, I, I know I'm kind of not really one of the crew. But oh, um, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, your 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 assistance you're, you're, you're was extremely, extremely helpful. Valuable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the uh, in the race. Oh, thank you. If if I could ask, now might be a good time. I think everybody uh, has had a hard couple of days. Um, maybe you can give a a team speech. Yeah, sure. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, guys, here we are, uh, riding high on a victory that uh, has inadvertently sold our souls to uh, the worst possible thing of things. But this is simultaneously the worst place to be and also the best place to be. Um, They have tried to take something from us, right? Our autonomy, our ability to make decisions for ourselves. Um, I know that that certainly resonates with some of you. Um, I look at uh, Bob. Um, Certainly resonates with me and I know with Vangy because... When you don't have any resources, you are tied to whoever has the resources. Um, I think for a lot of the of us, this was a shot at freedom, whether economical freedom or actual freedom. Um, and things have not necessarily gone the way they were supposed to. Um, but it's taught us a great lesson, which is that things don't ever go the way they're supposed to. And that doesn't mean that things always go badly. It just means that plans have to change on the fly. And once again, we're changing the plan on the fly. That this happened to us means that we are onto something, right? It means that we disturbed enough rocks, or maybe we were just enough, like badass enough as drifters, um, that the powers that be decided to take their big, slimy, unseen hand and stick it up our backs. 
this in a lot of ways seems like a loss, but really it's an opportunity. We're starting to see the moving parts behind this and someday we will know enough about it to stick a wrench exactly where they don't want us to. Uh, what's going to happen after that? I don't know, but uh, I'm too far in to to you know wash my hands of it. Um, and I think the rest of us are too. So again, take whatever time you need and know that whether even if it's going into a computer terminal or digging into some wires or fixing up um, some sort of exobiological entity during our adventures, no matter what it is you're doing, we are going into war um, against a pretty formidable enemy. Just know that you're not alone in that. You have everybody else here. Um, and the way that Amu's going, there's new crew members every, you know, two to three weeks. So we're, we're only getting stronger. All right. Back to work, everyone. All right. I don't know if that was a good speech, but I'm just winging it here. That was pretty good. Oh, thanks. They're going to make us out to be the bad guys, but we're not. Yeah. Remember that. Team Electrum makes this whole big thing about being the underdogs and being a family. And that's actually, I think, what we really are. And that's why they're afraid of us. Yeah. Which is good. They should be. <laughs> if I wasn't one of us, I'd be terrified of us. <laughs> yeah. All right. That was really nice. Oh, thanks. Go team lizard brain. Go team lizard brain. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody, for downloading and checking us out. We appreciate everyone who joins us uh, over on our Discord server. It's free. What are you waiting for, people? Get over there, hang out with a bunch of people, talk about this most recent episode. Uh, you can share your thoughts, your theories, your conspiracies. Maybe even Telos will show up and, and prattle on some more. Who knows? Well, uh, you will know once you get over to our Discord server and sign up and join. It's completely free. Uh, link in the show notes. We'll see you next time. Until then, here's hoping all of your dice rolls are critical hits. Major Spoilers Podcast, copyright 2009. Major Spoilers Podcast, copyright 2010. Major Spoilers is copyright 2011. Major Spoilers is copyright 2012. Major Spoilers is copyright 2013. Major Spoilers is copyright 2014. This podcast is copyright 2015 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. This podcast is copyright 2016 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. This podcast is copyright 2017 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.
This podcast is copyright 2018 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. This podcast is copyright 2019 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. This podcast is copyright 2020 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. This podcast is copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. This podcast is copyright 2022 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.